welcome to the uh, Late Night Layover Podcast, where you have your, uh, I guess, constant host, your very consistent, welcoming, understanding, expected, and unstoppable host. Uh, we got Ro and Ryan here, and uh, as usual, we're yep. going to talk about the greatest uh, of this past week. And by the greatest news of this past week, uh, I mean specifically the things that happened to us. Other news that take place don't matter as much, honestly. I really don't. Really don't. <laughs> Anyways, Raul, we had we we did some stuff this week. Uh, you and me played some some games. Well, a game. Well, it would have been two games if uh, if we could ever get on the same page and uh, drop out of orbits together in Halo 3. Um, but, yeah. You know what? Stra- I almost said strangling. Uh, corralling four different people to get on the same uh, timeline is difficult. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would have liked to at least give it a try i really want to play odst before i forget it exists and then cold war comes out because that's all i'm going to be playing yeah yeah no we'll we'll get i'll I'll get on the boys and we'll uh we'll hopefully get something going soon very soon but what we did play what we actually did play so you came to me Mm -hmm. you're like Do you still play League of Legends? I'm like, yeah. Recently, kind of got back into it a little bit. It's, it's like I can't break the habit, you know. And uh, (laughs) well, I'll I'll tell you how you break the habit. You try to play League of Legends uh, at all as someone who didn't spend the last 15 years playing League of Legends. When did it come out? Uh, it had its stable launch in 2010, 2009, 2010. Yeah, I'm going to be straight with you right now. League of Legends is the worst game ever made <laughs> yeah. by human hands. Undeniable. Uh, yeah, you're right though <laughs> what i what i wanted was uh the opportunity to try my hand at something new uh i am good at shooters i am pretty good decent at what's another multiplayer game uh i'm decent at i'm decent at fighting games uh i'm sure i'd be fine at racers it's not that difficult but when it comes to whatever League of Legends is, it's uh, officially referred to as a MOBA. A, a MOBA. That just sounds like a Moab, but spun around uh, weird. It's massive online. Oh, no. It can't uh, be massive. There's four people. It, yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, oh God, what is. What is a MOBA? What is a MOBA? MOBA. No, no, not MOBA analytics. <laughs> I don't need that right now. Show Just me those MOBA give me analytics. MOBA. Multiplayer online battle arena. Wow. Which there are that a lot of these. Every game that is played online. <laughs> every video game. It's basically it's basically video games. <laughs> so that even furthers my point. 
League has no genre. It is no game. What League is is a lesson in frustration that you are for you. Well, I mean, and to be honest, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I've never met anyone who enjoyed playing League. I really don't yeah. enjoy it. You are having a bad time, <laughs> but you're you're fine about it for some reason. <laughs> what? Am I wrong? I, I mean, you're not really that wrong because, like, wrong. you heard me playing while you guys, like, rage quit. I was just like, man, fucking my teammates, bro. Y'all cursed me with some fucking shit teammates. But I started playing with Ryan, the boys, and I was like, oh, actually, it's all Gucci times. Here's the problem. You you played with us, and I'm trash. I'll go ahead and say it. But guess what? Because I'm trash, I've now deemed anybody who's better than me at this game uh, a terrible person. So, uh, I don't know how many people, all 33 of you, playing uh, League. Just know, I can't stand you. I want to add you. a couple of zeros. A couple of zeros? Well, I mean, it's full of zeros, let's be honest. Y'all playing League. But let me be honest here. <laughs> let me be honest here. Here's the problem. I am not okay with losing in any capacity. Uh, for not, someone, not okay. For someone who no longer uh, cares about sports, I am very competitive. Oh, I, when I'm playing any game, I want to win. I don't care if it's like it's it's even a cooperative game. I still want the most points. Yeah, it's like you're playing Mario. You're gonna be. You're playing like Mario 3D World. You want to be the the player who got first. You want the crown. I had to explain this to my buddy the other day when we were playing Warzone. That the W doesn't even matter that much. It's that's not the most important part. Like yes, that's the goal. But I don't expect to win every single time. That's just ridiculous. There's so many variables. What I expect to do every time is beat all my teammates. I'm going to even if I. Don't win this round. I was the at greatest least, who lived. At least when you look at that like leaderboard. Bro, winner stays on. At the top. If I can't win with my team, I want the team the other team to at least pull up the score screen and go, Oh, we'd 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 want that guy to come join us. You you want some random FaZe Clan dude guy to be like, oh man, that guy would be good on FaZe <laughs> that guy, Clan. That guy should join FaZe Clan. Which isn't my intention. <laughs> but at the same time, when I go into a game, no matter the game, I go into it with the intention of being the best. So when I pick up League as a beginner, and I can't get a single kill, or I think I got one kill, and then... Kill. He started doing bullshit, and then I was done. After that, I was done. Because yeah, he started styling on you. In my head, he's not better than me, because I already killed him. He's not better than me. He's just doing something I don't know what the fuck he's doing. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. He's not better. I'm just confused by whatever the fuck he's doing right now. And you know what it's equal to? It's a... Uh, you ever had to learn an instrument as a kid? I'm, I'm sure. I feel like that's the one universal that everybody's parents were like, you're going to learn the violin slash piano slash guitar. It was a recorder. It, we had to learn the recorder at school. And those things were nasty. Oh, I had the recorder at school, Um, which 
one of the saddest tragedies about the experience of poor children going to school is the school loves to go, your poor child should buy this thing. So yeah, um, it baffles me that they're like, oh, we have a band class for your child. We do not provide an instrument. Your child will have to rent this expensive instrument. I'm like, oh my God. But that's neither here nor there. My I grand, mean, I my, mean the rec- Go ahead. The, no, you go, you go. My grandparents wanted me to have the opportunity of every immigrant child out there. So they said, I have, they said they have a giant piano in the living room. Uh, it wasn't that giant, it was against the wall. But it was bigger than me. <laughs> uh, and I was going to learn it. So they took me to learn piano. Oh. At like 15. So here's the problem. Oh. If I'm 15 and I walk in and I do my dumb uh, itsy bitsy spider on the piano, and then um, a Chinese child comes in and he plays Mozart's like fifth, six. then I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to do this. That child thinks he's better than me. I'm done. <laughs> this is a stupid activity for idiots. I'm not touching it ever again. <laughs> 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 Anyone who plays the piano is an enemy to me. If I catch you playing the piano, it's on sight. Okay? How dare you walk your four-year-old into a... Why even show up? These lessons aren't for you. Why are you coming here? Get out. It is so disrespectful for me when I see anyone younger than me. And you know what? It's... It's the 15-year-old mentality. No 15-year-old wants to see that a 2-year-old is better than anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got longer fingers. I'm 6 foot at 15. I was done. If you didn't play sports, why? Uh, because I went to Catholic school. And did I they did... just not have sports? Oh, they had it. I just didn't care. Bro, my daily life in a Catholic school was uh, a dude coming up and go we need you for the team and i'm like i do not want to play uh for your school sir thank you uh it just (laughs) it it seems so inconvenient i wanted to go home and and hang out with friends in the afternoon school sucked i hated school oh no i'm with you on that though the thought of having to like (laughs) listen there you go after school i was on a bus going home i did not i didn't even want to hear about a baseball and they were like, bro, you're, you're, th-. they're like, bro, you, you are tall and you're pretty wide. You're th- all I need to, many, many football dudes, uh, coaches would come up to me and go, I just need you to stand there. That's all you got to do. I, I, I need you to come and we just need you on the line. You're, you're a unit among these small children. And I'm like, sir. PlayStation 3 just came out. Metal Gear Solid 4, there's a part where he goes through the oven. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of the, of the world that's out there. I'm not going to catch balls all afternoon because that's the problem. It's not like a, oh, I show up and I just, you know, I go play a game. No, it's a daily thing and you're running it, yeah. drills. And yeah. you know what? Looking back, I probably would have gotten very fit from it. But at the same time, probably would have. I'm a 15 year old. I want to go home. Watch anime while eating uh, tortilla chips on the carpet floor uh, until everybody else gets home so we can go outside and play basketball or Pokemon outside of somebody's stoop. I'm not trying to do an organized thing. Did you ever do any sports? 
Oh, I did. I did a bunch of sports. I uh, growing up, I played a lot of soccer. I played a whole lot of soccer. Like uh, BC, like soccer was kind of pretty big out there. It was like soccer and baseball was huge in BC. So I was playing a lot of soccer. Uh, and it wasn't until I moved back to uh, Saskatchewan that I I started playing football. Wait, like football, football, and, or the other football? No, uh, you said like soccer. Football, football. You can't be doing twice. I just realized yeah, you already yeah. said soccer. <laughs> you see, there's football and there's football. <laughs> I don't know why Canada seems so uh, foreign to me. I just thought you'd be doing rugby or something. I mean, there th- rugby was an option. I did actually think about playing rugby in high school, but also those guys are pretty violent. And at that point, I was like. I, I, I gained some weight. I really let myself go. Uh, uh, but I did also... <laughs> yeah. But I did also play Ultimate Frisbee for one year. That was a, that was a fun one. Ultimate Frisbee? Uh, yeah. It, I, like, I was talking to my dad a long time ago, and we were like, kind of lamenting. He's like, ah, if we stayed, you probably... In BC, you probably would have been like a half-decent soccer player. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> right! <laughs> I was actually kind of good. Yeah, I was never great at any sport. I was, uh, I liked basketball. I could play basketball, but, uh, I didn't have the stamina for all that. Uh, and it is a lot. They would probably have you probably playing like, uh, like small forward or something. Someone you could drive the lane a lot, you know? I mean, and, that sounds cool, but bro, I don't tiring. think they were putting me in any small anything position, bro. I'm not. <laughs> I'm a big dude. But at the same time. I, I think. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan was a small forward. He was like small forward shooting guard. I feel like that sounds right. But yeah, I played. Oh, yeah, I, I played a lot of basketball after school. I got into zero organized sports because it always felt like something that was. Why would I ever do that? It's the middle of uh, winter. I'm in New York. The one thing that never they never approached me for though, uh, going to Catholic school, is lacrosse. I would see all the. Oh all my the god! Lacrosse I forgot. I played lacrosse for like, like three weeks. And then the team imploded because fucking parents were like crazy. And I was like, and we were just like, what the fuck is happening? You know, and we all just kind of said, fuck it. Bro, they're out there playing hoop stick. I honestly probably would have played a sport. <laughs> you know, playing hoop stick. The, I probably would have played a sport had I been more American. Like, uh, I imagine you're parents aren't immigrants i imagine they were born in canada uh nope they are they are very much like they're they're country people like they were born on the farm yeah my parents uh well my parents are born here i'm second generation but my grandparents who raised me uh they they're fresh off the boat from the Caribbean. Bob. So they don't play football. My grandfather's favorite sport, or the only sport I've ever heard him mention, was cricket. Uh, really? Which not is, baseball? No, not baseball at all. I don't think he—he's old man. I don't think he's ever heard of baseball. I in my head, cricket eventually became baseball. Uh, I don't think he realized when they did that changeover, because he was cricket ride or die to the very end. Wait, I don't know why I said to the very I, end. He's still I, alive. I guess. But uh, <laughs> if he ever listens to this, I don't know why I said to the very end. But uh, 
<laughs> yeah, he only played for for he only uh, ever paid attention to cricket. And then my grandmother, uh, my grandmother, even if she knew a sport, I don't think she ever knew a sport because uh, she would constantly refer to like tennis as netball. So netball. when we when we were kids, I actually kind of dig that. We'd never uh, been we've never been to a summer camp or anything. We used to go to the park where they'd yeah. have summer programs, and she'd yeah. uh, enroll us in netball. Uh, as she called it, it was tennis. Yeah, I had a I had a thing, and I'm not gonna lie, it kind of feels like I was being pushed towards uh, less. How do I put this? I'm gonna say uh, more Caucasian sports. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's sounding like that. Like to be I had honest. an uncle that was, uh, he wasn't he he. I had an uncle that doesn't feel like he was born uh, or active during the '90s New York era. Like he was very uh, tight buttoned up. He got a master's degree. He's educated. He is quote unquote educated black man in America, and so he never said, "Hey, you wanted to go? You guys wanted to go try out for basketball or anything?" Uh, he had like tennis and golf equipment like it was it was where no one i i know no one else on earth with golf equipment but him uh it was just i, I was pushed uh away from like drums and towards the piano just stuff that was like oh and honestly i could tell at a young age this is like oh this is not the usual black person thing please stay yeah. away from that so he can get shown in a better light Even though at that time you would have had some black role models coming up through those sports oh yeah man oh i thought you were gonna say coming out of new york like yeah man that was the 50 cent era he got shot nights in- <laughs> 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 absolutely i would have had uh had great models great role models during that time bro hey, yeah yeah, Tiger Woods. You had the the Williams sisters. Yeah, those were the the type of people that they tried to be like, "Hey, look at these great role models." But and at the not, same time, not, I was like, "Not Allen Iverson, <laughs> not Patrick Ewing, not Michael fucking Jordan." <laughs> Don't look at those. Not not King Griffey Jr. <laughs> Michael Jordan not was any smoking football, cigars. But not any football player. Um, not LT. Listen, Jordan was smoking cigars and uh, what you call it betting on his own games probably at this point i, I can't guarantee I, I that. think he was just a serial gambler yeah but i mean uh, if like, you're a serial gambler you're not gonna bet on yourself i'm not saying he ever I mean, uh used that to his advantage i mean he would bet on himself to win just as a flex yeah well, I, I don't think that he ever at least nothing's come up that he's ever done that i think he just bet on like boxing matches or or football games yeah i think on the last dance they said uh technically he's never done anything uh against the rules here so his gambling is fine um but it's just he lost a lot of money doing that it painted him in a very negative light as well people did not like that but basically it was like the don't don't be a a degenerate gambler uh you should focus on being you know like tiger woods cheating on your wife you should be a serial you should be a serial okay 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 i i've talked about this with buddies of mine we're just like okay so tiger's situation was so strange because it's not like today where, like, if that came out and it was like, there would be questions like, oh, did he, like, rape anyone? It's like, no, from the sounds of it, from what we know, it was all consensual. He's just 
really loves fucking. <laughs> well, so it's like, it's really not that bad. Time. Yeah, yeah. I, it's the same thing with the... I will forever uh, look as the unofficial martyr of the internet. The man who was crucified for a thing that uh, wasn't that bad, actually. It was just... It was flirting, essentially. Uh, in an age where uh, we have people who go out of their way to manipulate and uh, sexually abuse children in fighting game scenes. Uh, him sending uh, DMs to somebody, uh, it's not that big a deal now. But they like, it is kind of, it's kind of fucked at this point that that's not the worst thing you could do anymore. Dude. Like, it was, it's not, not like it, it was never happening before, but like, what, what, has been exposed wasn't happening before but like oh absolutely not and that's this, this is comparing apples to fucking nukes <laughs> it's it's wild it's actually wild there was like a i think a solid straight month where every time i would open up twitter the trending topic was like a me too thing where it was like this is so and so's twit longer where they detail the uh abuses they had been uh, inflicted to by insert uh, person in position of power here, basically. It's not even yeah. always someone who is actually powerful. They just happen to be fam uh not famous, but popular in some insignificant way. Like, apparently, yeah. uh, winning $5,000 Smash tournaments makes you pow powerful enough to uh, abuse children. Yeah, that's kind of... Money makes people go fucking crazy. I've said this before, I'll say it again. It's it's fucked. That's why I stay broke. You know me. <laughs> like I don't know how you get to that point. I think it's like. I think it's like it's these people would have done it anyway. I feel like it's not even a get to that point thing. It's a oh, do I have an excuse yet? It's just hardwired into them, isn't it? Because I don't think it's but, everybody. Like I'm pretty sure there's some yeah. rich people out there that don't resort to this, but uh. Damn, but right, oh, I mean, just so many of them. There's so fucking many. So you had you had a fun time with League of Legends. I had a fun time with League of Legends. That, that's what I'm saying, though, bro. We lost twice in a row. We were getting demolished. You watched there as I got demolished and stomped on, and you were like, "Wow, we're having such a great time." If my teammates, <laughs> I'm having a great time. Here's the problem: if my teammates don't break even in Call of Duty, I'm living. I'm like, bro, I can't believe they would match me up with these people. It's the skill based matchmaking at work, where I went seven KD, and now I'm stuck with people who can't aim at a cardinal direction. They can't even aim at the same place they're being shot from. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a very different mentality you and I have of... I think we're both rather competitive, but it's how we, uh... How we carry it is different. And usually I'm fine as long as I'm still doing good. But, uh... But in League of Legends' case, you weren't doing well. Yeah. So, bad time. Yeah, and I think that I think the other reason why it's a problem is that for the most part, when it comes to a situation where 
I am the weak link, or rather, I am the strong link. I am top bun trying to carry a bunch of trash people. I think to myself, wow, how great it must be to not have to have these type of people on my team. God, I wish I had better people to play with. And I don't ever want to be the weak link that I berate in my mind when I play with people. Like, if I'm bottom bun, God, the person at the top must be livid right now. I They, they don't have to say anything. But when I open up they a scoreboard... Like it's like, oh man, it'll be all fine. But see, secretly, you know, like, on the inside, they're like, this fucking guy. It's most likely people like you who are just like, oh, he's having a little trouble today. Or it's League, so there's 1,300 characters to choose from. For the most part, somebody's most likely going to go, oh, he must be trying someone new. He's he's learning. It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. Or they're just like, oh, he might be actually new. I hope he... I hope he doesn't uh, take this as the uh, nail in the coffin to then uninstall. Um, but yeah, I, I hope he learns. I see everyone grows. who is at the top as me because I can only see myself in that position. Uh, and then I immediately go, wow, that man hates me. If he could, he would shoot me right now so I could stop feeding, <laughs> uh, feeding the other team these kills. Anytime I go negative, it's a huge problem. Because I know how I feel about people who go negative. It's uh, it's not, it's not a good time, bro. Uh, I would like I would uh, I tell Pepper this, um, and this is how it feels mentally. The best way to ex- explain it is when I would play Siege. Uh, Siege has a down system, so you can help teammates up. Uh, if we were playing Siege and somebody made a stupid move that got themselves down and they started crawling toward me to pick them up, I'd headshot them because there's friendly fire. (laughs) So I would headshot my own teammate who was on the ground because they weren't good enough in the first place. I don't need you (laughs) walking around near me, drawing people to my location, making noise. I don't need that. So you shuffling toward me, bang, done, you're out the way. Oh my god, Sona, you literally have the mentality of the weak should fear the strong. Bruh, I, I, listen, it's not, you don't need to fear. You know who I have a mentality of? I have the apocalypse mentality of uh, only the strong should survive. If you fail, like, even me, who I'm not the most physically fit, uh, if there's a way for humanity to evolve, uh, I, I don't think I should survive in an apocalypse. I'm not of the uh, mindset that I would necessarily be the best uh, person to uh, make his way through the apocalypse. But I think that the people who are, they should definitely be the ones to survive. <laughs> you don't think you're Kenshiro. You think you're bad. I don't know what that is, but yes. That's, that's Fist of the North Star. Only the strong survive, regardless of how they achieve it, bro. Like, have you uh, have you seen any of the new X Men? I knew you were kind of into comics. Uh, I you mean like watch or read? I uh, read. Well, I watch. I I let other people read it, and then I watch their synopsis. Oh, I don't fucking read comics. <laughs> oh, Fuck gosh. that. I have some opinions on that shit. Well, it, maybe for another day. Uh, you want to hear? I want to hear. Okay. That. 
How the American comic system is the most fucked up shit in the universe. How the fuck are you supposed to keep up with 15 different issues of Spider-Man? But when there's like, there you got Uncanny Spider-Man, you got Ultimate Spider-Man, you got Spidey, you got this, this and that, and you got all the Spider family that also interact with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 2099, 1336, 2099, 19. <laughs> Spider Gwen, Silk, Spider Woman, Spider, Spider Dog, Spider Man, Spider Cow, Spider Man, Spider Woman. <laughs> Woman, way, woman, man, man, spider, spider. And, and <laughs> yeah, like it's it's insane, and that's just Spider Man. There's so many. There's just so. And it's like have the team ups. What about Spider Man and the oh, the Fantastic true. Four? Spider Man, the X Men. <laughs> there's so there's just too much. So in uh, in. I don't know why. I don't know what you say in what in condolence and whatever in recognition of uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away. Uh, Comicsology gave away every ba- every uh, blank a- black Black Panther issue uh, they had available, um, even mm-hmm. his crossovers. It was like two thousand issues and several different quote unquote runs. And I'm like, I don't think I'll ever read this, but I like having the option. Uh, so yeah, shout out to yeah. the Reddit user who sent that to me. The thing is, though, I don't. That's not how I. Uh, that's not how I, I ingest comics. Here's the thing. You know who Spider Man is. I do know who. Uh, there are many of him, but I do know who Spider Man. You, you know is. the gist of who Spider Man is, right? I have a good idea. He was either Peter Parker. Or Miles Morales or whoever. Well, there you go. And he was bitten by a radioactive spider. For all intents and purposes, you pretty much, you got everything. At that point, that's where I am. I know characters. I know who Ghost Rider is for the most part. I don't know every detail of their stories. But I know them as characters. So what I do instead is I'll just go on YouTube and shout out to Comics Explained and the Comic Historian. Comic Historian. I don't know how you say it, but those comic two guys, historian. they just comic historian. Those guys just go and they read a run and then they give you the condensed story. So I'm not, oh, I don't, God. I don't like, um, and a lot of times it's not even just like, oh yeah, this is what happened. Uh, they, they put a lot of work into it, man. They, they put it, they put the art up on the screen as they're like, it break it down. It's basically as if I read something and I was telling you the story. It's like that. And they, because okay. they are the ones who are going to go and read all 2000 issues of several characters, uh, they'll give insights and they'll be like, this is related to this run and this character when he did this in this different book. Uh, Cause there's a ton of crossovers and I'm like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I understand, bro. I understand. And that's how I ingest it, which is fantastic because I, apparently there was three different stories that took place in the X-Men universe, Dawn of X, Powers of X, uh, and something of X. Oh God. And Oh, Swords of X, something like that. Power of X, something like that. The thing is, XYZ. I didn't have to read any of these. Instead, I just go, I watch the stories, and I'm like, bro, that's the sickest shit ever. That's some crazy shit. Like, for example, 
it's all about uh some super sentinel that gets made that wipes out uh both human and uh mutant kind because it goes oh humans become mutants uh sometimes when they're born well fuck it destroy destroy them all we can't be certain that <laughs> get them no, at the source yeah we can't be certain these humans won't eventually <laughs> become mutants let's nip it in the bud and my favorite part of that comic is uh apocalypse shows up as a non-threatening in in a entity he's just like hey i'm here to help uh because there was a vision where all mutant kind gets wiped out and he goes oh i'm here to help but i'm still I'm still full Darwin Darwinism, my guys. So if you guys lose to the humans, that means the humans were the strongest. And that's just how it, that's how it goes. That's how the crooked crumbles. And I kind of like, I kind of like the idea that one of the most powerful mutants is like, if I die, I die. (laughs) (laughs) If I die, I die. I guess I'll die. It's just how it is. Just how it be. Uh, so my actual main problems lie more in the sheer volume of comics just being put out and the fact that they you have to get each individual comic. Yeah. You have to get each individual one and that's why I it's why I prefer manga and like back back in the day I have issues and issues of shonen jump mm-hmm. that I eventually gave away. But don't they it was just such like a great way? Yeah, don't doesn't every Shonen Jump like have a chapter from several different thingies in it? it, it it's here is this whole month's like or, or this week's uh fucking just issues of the the chapters for everything that's in Jump, and it was it's such it was such a way easier way. Of just fucking consuming this shit. I I knew the whole fucking like Naruto tuning exam arc. Like I was like, oh shit, fucking turn it. And then I was like, oh man, I'll read this Bleach chapter and then this One Piece chapter. And it was like, it was good fucking times every single time. And like I wish that there was like the Shonen Jump for Marvel and DC of like here is this week's issues of Superman, Batman. Uh, like just have like one fucking run, and just like here's the Batman issue. Well, the problem is, is I think the they Superman do that. Issue. I'm not a reader of comics, but I feel like they keep doing that with like uh, something called the New Fifty Two, where they're like all the comics that came before this don't matter. This is the thing, and the same thing. I think Marvel also did the same with the all new, all different Marvel. Uh, but the problem is, is that lasts for about. A few years until they run and into then they the same. Do it all over yeah, again. until they run they into the same problem the where oh thing. shit, we, we did it again. And it's like you motherfuckers. No wonder this fucking little one's buying comics anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, just it's so fucking frustrating. Like, how is Jimmy, like a fucking ten year old Jimmy, and his like twenty dollars? Gonna fucking get all the issues of all the fucking uh, DC fucking comics that he wanted to get. When they all cost like $3 a pop or like 5 bucks a pop, I think. I think it was like three ninety nine at some point. The way I did yeah. it was uh, Marvel had the Marvel Unlimited thing. Where it's just like 5 bucks, and then you read their entire catalog or whatever they got. The uh, only problem mm-hmm. is, is that that got me like 
halfway through Miles Morales Spider-Man before uh, they had no more to let me read, but there was more available at some point. Yeah. So, like, like if, if I wanted if to continue, could, if, I could go pay the three ninety nine in a bookstore somewhere. Like, if if you could just get like, if you could have like a fifteen dollar fucking here is like Marvel Max, and it's got fucking here's this week's issues of Spider Man, X Men, uh, Captain America, Black Widow. Yeah, here, make it robust. Make it book. a real robust make experience. It, yeah, just here's a big fat fucking book. You get and uh, uh, like you could all. It would be a cool thing if they started like also like printing these in black and white, like just to cut costs a little bit. But also like it would be kind of cool if comics were black and white sometimes. True. I think I think it would. Like color is awesome, but like you know whenever a fucking manga has like a color panel it's a big fucking deal yeah because then they go wait a second this guy's black (laughs) (laughs) hold on a minute what the fuck the rabbit lady's dark when did she get that's Mm, I don't like that (laughs) oops my favorite character is black oh no (laughs) Mm, dark meat. <laughs> I wasn't Shonen Jump supposed to put out something in America that was uh was that for the mangas? Uh I mean like I, I remember uh going to the gas station in Duncan BC and always getting myself like that month's issue of Shonen Jump and I was fucking like, yeah, I'm gonna read me some Naruto. I good time had maybe I get a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I think in my life I've had about two manga books, um, both Naruto that I got from a Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Nobles, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah, Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. And uh, it I remember what it was. It was the the. Episode. I almost said episode. It's uh it's when Chapter. Sasuke grows those weird wings at the start of the first oh. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was so old. That was so long ago. That was oh that's a, it is a long time ago. Oh uh, yeah. But no, like it it was always a fucking good time when you could get like a here's an issue of Shonen Jump. It's like that's that's how I got into a lot of anime eventually. It was just like through Shonen Jump and buying like anime magazines. So it was a good times being at the gas For station. For me, it was sometimes. strictly Toonami. My boys at Toonami. Yeah. Also, that gas station was like the most suspect, but like my mom worked there and she fucking had that place like fucking fucking running like a well-oiled machine because like right bes- right behind the station was a fucking crack house mm. and then like the laundromat was where like all the hobos hanged out and like people would shoot up in the the fucking uh in the bathroom there sometimes there would just be blood everywhere because like oh fuck i fucked up that's wild and a transgender lady was kind of like the bouncer mm-hmm. 
Just, she, yeah, she she was awesome. Like it, it it was not a place that little Ryan, little ten year old Ryan, should be hanging out at. But you know, I'm over here reading Shonen Jump, but the hobos are over there. They're doing their thing. They know not to bother me. And if they do, then they know what's coming next. They they know they're not allowed to. Sleep. They they won't get to sleep in the laundromat at night. Then, if they bother me, true, true. Because mom will not let that happen. Yeah, like, we... You, you lose your sleeping privileges. Get out of here. Yeah, we never had anything like that. For us, it was always... Uh, oh, did you walk into a bodega with uh, a cat that's sleeping in the grocery aisle? Uh, it's it's not that dangerous, but uh, I wish it was a little more sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the Twitter bodega cats. Bodega cats are fantastic. Those Dominicans sure love cats uh, contaminating <laughs> everything that we're going to eat. Uh, but are, are they at least getting the mice? Uh, no. Or the have, the, have bigger, the rats... They're bigger than the cats. <laughs> oh, they sleep in the... They sleep in the, the meatball and marinara in the back. Mmm, <laughs> extra protein. Extra protein. Bro, when I was a kid, I actually that that was totally my uh, my rationale as a kid. Whenever they'd be like, "Oh, didn't you know that like chicken nuggets there's rats in them?" And like, "Oh, did you know that when you order Chinese food, it's actually cat?" As if I would somehow go, "Oh no, not not my rat nuggets!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Bro." Why don't we make rat at home? This tastes delicious. Is that why the nuggets you make at home don't hit like the McDonald's? <laughs> These Zappums just don't feel right. I need my contaminated nuggets I bought at the fucking street parlor. Yeah, man. These Chinese guys, they they cook up a cat real nice. And then they put a little... Uh, little sauce on it? That's next level. Szechuan you on should that? do that at home. Szechuan kitty. You should really do that at home. But yeah, every everything that was ever supposed to like dissuade people from eating meat, I was just like, oh, that's pretty lit. That's what's up. We should try more of that. Okay, I, I have a question, and this is just about like New York in general. Like, what what is the like stereotype you've seen portrayed in like media about New York that is like Actually, yeah, that is kind of accurate. The stereotype about New York. Like, a stereotype about New York that is, like, you think that they would, like, to me, I would be like, oh, they're playing that up, isn't that? It's like, no, actually, that's, that, that's pretty real. Uh, like, two things. One is definitely the speed of the city. Like, uh... If, if you're walking with a group, uh, the group doesn't care if you are a slow person or you need more time. Uh, everybody's got places to be. So be quick about whatever mm. it is you're doing right now. Um, and the other thing is, and it's only some places, uh, people can be very, uh, I don't care about your experience. People are very loud and they are uh, very into, hey, 
I'm doing something right now. We're kind of all Karens a little bit, just a little bit, just a little, just <laughs> a little bit. You know what? We're not Karens in the sense that uh, we're we're expressly trying to inconvenience someone or get someone or get our revenge on the world. That level of entitlement. Just, yeah, the level of not even entitlement, but like expectation. Like I'm not entitled to a different experience. To a New Yorker, the bare minimum is the bare minimum. At least meet that. Don't inconvenience me. Don't be slow. If I come here and it's this time every day that I come for a bagel, and this day you just happen to be slow with the bagel and it's not ready yet, that's infuriating. Just keep on pace, bro. Just give me the bagel. I woke up on time today. You got to do the same. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> everybody's got to keep on moving, okay? Like... Yes, I understand, Mr. Bus Driver. You're running late, but there are 13 people standing here, so we don't give a shit. Hurry up. Open the door. Get us in. Get us in. Let's do it. And we're kind of like, it's kind of, it's very much sardine can uh, people there. As it's all, it's packed in. Oh, yeah, man. it's real packed in. Huh. Well, that, that clears up some, some things I've always, like, thought about, because I'm fascinated by big cities like that i mean because i i don't live in that i've never lived in that i mean it's it's overrated honestly like i guess people see it as a club like a, oh yeah i was i was in new york i made it in new york are you making it anywhere type yeah. deal but for the most part it's the reason that people are like that is because it's inconvenient to live every day in a sardine can full of 19 other people like it's not fun to go to a store and wait in line it's not a fun experience to go to like right now if i needed for example uh we're gonna have to go get some dog food uh we're, we're getting low on that yeah. do you know how annoying it would be and this is why new yorkers are like that do you know how annoying it would be to go to a pet smart and then have to weave through a crowd to get your uh, pet food and now you wait in line like you weren't browsing this is not something you did on your free time you're like i got a i got an agenda i got somewhere to be boom uh extra minutes that i'm just standing there waiting for a thing to happen mm. that's why I like fast food uh deli food that's why it's so prevalent in new york because God, can you imagine a place where you'd have to go sit down? That's why parking is like that. That's one of the things you... Oh, that's one of the... That's that's the biggest stereotype that I think of now whenever I see a movie in New York. Uh, and recently, I think people are forgetting it. There's nowhere to park. Oh, if yeah. You go to, well, I don't think that's universal in major cities. I like, There's nowhere to park. Maybe. So why would you have a car? Why would you have a car? And then if you don't have a car, then you're on the city's time because uh, buses are coming in in specific uh, intervals. And if you miss it, then catch the next one. And oh, no, the one that came up at the time you need to go, that's packed, too. And what? You've got a giant bag of ba dog food that you can't just stick in a car. <laughs> You've got to take on the bus. <laughs> you got the big fucking bag of old Roy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bro, do you know how annoying it would be? I, I feel so sorry for the people in New York. I don't want to go back to that. Can you imagine having to walk on a bus with a PS5 box? This is not the plan. Oh, God. This is not the life I want to live. Especially now? With coronavirus? Oh, my God. You walk onto a bus, everybody's got black Air Forces on. <laughs> So like, and you know, and because it's a bag, like everybody can, you everybody can kind of see what each other's doing. You know, if somebody like yeah. you can't, there's no privacy in New York. Like you can't ever go. Oh, I'm gonna buy a whole pizza. Then you're the fat ass on the bus with a whole pizza on his on his lap <laughs> going home. Like, ooh, I'll buy a whole pizza, watch a movie. It's gonna be a good, a good night. I'm gonna. I had a hard week. I'm gonna take take some time myself. I'm gonna eat this pizza over the weekend. It's gonna be a a, a good time. Then you gotta watch uh, 16 New Yorkers judge you on the bus because, uh, <laughs> and it's not even because there's only 16 people. It's because only 16 people have line of sight. The rest of the people are blocking them, so they're like, no, bro. And they're looking at each other too. They're like, bro, do you see that fat ass with the fucking pizza? <laughs> And then somebody else was like, oh, and he, oh. Oh, and he got the two liter. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're taking bets as to whether or not you got a family to feed or you just chunky. For real, for real. <laughs> oh, it's so different from how it is up here. Like if you take the bus up here, you're like everyone's looking away from each other. And like everyone's trying to like not look at the fucking crackhead who's fucking wigging out in the back. <laughs> He wants a slice. <laughs> it's not a great time. Uh, it's one of the most overrated things ever. Don't let them trick you. New Yorkers will trick you into thinking that it's a great time. And, oh my goodness, we have so much things happening in the city. Like, bruh, nobody want to go do those things. Really? Do you want to you wanna go see a movie with 13,000 people in a 300-seat, uh, uh, what you call it, 300-seat theater where uh, everybody's sitting in each other's laps and God, nothing's more, nothing, the theater is archaic, first off. Nobody wants to slide by somebody else, put their butt in their face. No. Having to walk into the middle seat of a theater is not fun for the person doing it. Or the people sitting down. No one's having a good time when you got to do the shimmy uh, with your butt in the face of 19 people to get over to your seat. So imagine that, but See, now there's 13,000 people in the theater. Oh, God. Uh, no, that's why, that's why I like our, our the new cinema that opened up out here, uh, Landmark, uh, because it... Uh, like all the theaters are like reclining seats and they're all like fucking armchairs. Oh, that so, sounds th- you know what that sounds like? That sounds like so, a place we have here full. called Studio Movie Grill. Mmm, that sounds good. But like it like if you're if you're gonna like go to the middle seat, you got the fucking you got a huge aisle. You you got my fucking broad ass shoulders going from the rail to you to you and your seat. It's fucking perfect dude that is how i felt okay when i first got done here uh pepper was like you don't ever want to do anything and secretly that's because it sucks to do stuff in places like new york or other cities so no i don't want to do shit 
I want to be at the house where it's just me and I get all the seats and everything's chill. <laughs> but we, we went to a studio movie grill and it's like you said, it's armchairs and stuff. Unfortunately, we didn't get an armchair. My first experience sucked because it was one of those. It's basically, it's basically a child seat. Why in the world I would uh. ever uh, imagine that they would want adults to sit in a seat where there's a swinging, uh, what you call it? Tray thing. Like you're a 14 year old in uh, I guess a freshman in high school with your dumb chair where you put your book down. I don't want that. Just put a dinner table there. Put some chairs. That's fine. Yeah. I don't want yeah. your makeshift desk uh, from the local middle school. Um, and granted, it's a much nicer version of that, but the concept is the same. I don't want that. I don't want to have to shimmy in bes- beside my thing. And because it's two connected chairs, you're essentially doing like a weird slide maneuver through the middle, and then you settle down into your chair. And I'm a big boy, so I'm like just scrunching myself into the small chair, and I'm just like, yeah, Oof. let's watch this movie for four hours, and Game Shore is going to be fun. Uh, all the times going forward i remembered which is the good seats the one you're talking about where it's just like a recliner and about 30 feet between you and the railing uh enough space for at least three dudes with pizzas to walk through uh but yeah (laughs) it's a it's a much better time but the problem is is that theater seats about 30 people so the thirteen thousand people that need to watch endgame in new york are gonna be shit out of luck yeah, they 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 gotta book that uh, months in advance. Might be years before they get to see these movies, bro. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I just does does not live up to the hype. But there we go. Then you run into the other problem, though, and that is is that at the other side of the spectrum, you have the country, which is just not a good time either. Because one, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that's where serial killers live. First off, <laughs> <laughs> this is almost where I should take over and tell you about the uh, the bad parts of living out here in the middle of nowhere. I would love to hear it. So here, so for one, as I've explained before, but I'll explain again in greater detail. You have to have your driver's license here. And you have to have a car. Here in Regina, public transit sucks. Non-existent. We don't have the luxury of multiple options that are constantly running at a good time frame. Or at least any sort of time frame. It is, like, the buses will show up on time. But they're not great. It's it's just not a good time being on the fucking bus, and there's always a chance they're going to be fucking running late. And that's it. That's your only public transit. It's your you ride the bus, you get yourself a fucking car, or you fucking walk. And you got to walk because everything's spread out. It is far. It is so fucking far to get anywhere. If I want to go in grocery shop, if I I can't walk there. I have to have my car. I have to drive there. I have to drive everywhere. If I want to go to a major city, you know, if I if I want to go to Calgary, that's an eight-hour fucking drive. That's a day. Yeah. I want to go to Winnipeg. That's six hours. I want to go to the U.S. That's a three-hour drive to the border alone. And then it's like, oh, well, I drive to Minot's another hour after that. Everything's 
far. Yeah, it's a big struggle. And also, everyone's racist out here. <laughs> They're all so racist. It's it's so bad. It's an epidemic. You know, I assume There's... they would be. And finding out that that is the case is not at all surprising. The thing it's not. The thing is, is that for the two opposite ends of the spectrum, uh, the New York City uh, metropolitan. Metro, metro, metropolis? Metropo- Met, metropolis. Uh, that's metropolis? The word. Uh, metropolis Metroplex. and the small, scary town. Uh, you're just, it's just trade offs. You trade off your giant rats for a million spiders that just live in your walls and wait to come eat you at night. You trade off your. Yeah, uh, my friend also sent me a message saying, oh, yeah, there's moose just walking through my backyard. And they're not friendly. They aren't sending they're their not. best meese. That, that was a mom and a calf. So I was like, you, you don't fuck with them. You, stay, you, get, you call up the city and like, hey, we need to get a fucking animal control to fucking <laughs> uh, tranquilize these guys and release them out, out into the wild, which also not that far from. We got a red alert. We got several meese, several moosei. Several meese. So many mees. Like, and the other thing you're trading is, like, the loudness of a city that never sleeps for the dead silence of a city that does not exist. It's pretty much dead. They call them uh, ghost towns because they're so (laughs) quiet. Why would you ever want to, you need a nice, middle ground, kind of city, almost, almost bustling, where you can see that people are alive in this place but also they're not in your way (laughs) yeah Lincoln Nebraska (laughs) oh to live (laughs) in Syracuse North Dakota (laughs) oh Seattle I don't know why I'm uh, making up places Seattle is always a place that I thought of it's nice and rainy yeah, I I've been to Seattle. It's a it's a very wonderful city. Very rainy as well when I went. Yeah, that's. But I mean, I also lived in the Pacific Northwest. It is constantly rainy. I love rain so much. If so much if rain. I wasn't afraid of uh this place flooding, I'd have it nonstop rain for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's just so much fun. You ever open up your window when it's raining? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I actually get to do that now uh, since I moved to my new apartment. Like, I'll just have my fucking window open when it's raining. I was like, ah, it's so nice. I just, I I fall asleep to it sometimes. Like, you just, an afternoon nap while it's raining? Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, that's the the one downside. If it's raining all the time, you are going to be so tired. You're going to be so sleepy. <laughs> it's always going to feel like nap time. Yeah. Uh, but also, the I guess the positive to driving around all, all the time is that you really start to figure out, like, what do you like to listen to uh, while you're driving? Like, what, what are your prime fucking 
what's the prime music to listen to uh and to also go off the rain talk uh i found the best mood like for me this was like the perfect like mood setting was like late october rainstorm at night and i'm just driving around listening to fucking uh be uh because the internet mm. uh you know the childish game beat yeah. album oh it was like best drive i've ever had one of the best drives i've ever had that's what's up i think uh i think one of the best uh car albums is probably going to be let me think where's my where's my itunes let me get the real answer out It might be Blonde. Or that one Juice World album. Ooh. Ooh, Blonde would be really good. Yeah, that, Blonde, oh, blonde is a like a, a sunset drive. That's pretty that's pretty good. Uh the oh, what what which uh which song off of Blonde is it? It's Night Something. I think it's just called uh Nights. I think yeah, I think it is just Nights. Uh yeah, that that's the one that I remember. I think it's uh, and it was like sunset, and I was like, oh yeah, it's the fucking mood. I think it's the and I called a red eye to the windy city that night. I think if that's the song you're talking about, that's the exact one that played in my head when I was thinking about what I want to listen to while I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, she gave me that act ride in a windy city that night. No, no, no. Oh, I'm thinking of well solo. Right. Riding good, riding solo. Yeah, that's that, that, yeah. But you're thinking oh. around the city, round the clock. Yeah. Can't nobody. That, Blonde might be it. Blonde might be the go to uh, riding song. So, uh, for, for those of y'all listening, uh, please get back to us. Uh, go drive around, listen to Blonde. Tell us if you feel the same feelings that we're feeling. And then, does Frank Ocean do it for tell you? Tell us what you listen to. Yeah. And if it is, uh, not Blonde, tell us why. What? What? The thing that I would be afraid of is whoever whoever's riding around listening to metal music, y'all wildin'. That is the most stressful thing I've ever heard about. <laughs> <laughs> you you say that as I, I do occasionally do that. I'll put on a Sabaton album. I'm like fucking I feel like I'm about to take on the goddamn world as I'm hitting like <laughs> anytime, 120. Anytime I watch a television show or something <laughs> and they're like uh doing like a shot and it's like moment one, we open up at the dude, he just bought a, a iced coffee in a can at a local gas station. He's walking out, he steps into the car, he turns it on, and all you hear is, do anything for dead clock. And I'm like, this, you can't be riding to this. It's 9am in the morning, you just woke up. I don't understand it. Now, it, it gets the people going, I guess. Like, I'd understand if you were, like, doing something aggressive. But when, I, when, when you're behind the wheel, 
it's it's a chill moment it's a relaxed moment that sounds like something like you want to listen to if you're you're skateboarding hard or you're you're on a motorcycle or you're like boxing but even on a motorcycle i don't want to hear that i want to hear something chill that's too much action maybe when i'm uh i don't know when i want to hear that maybe i don't it's too much maybe you don't why am i being like why why am i trying to give myself a start when i'm trying to just like have a good time now, you see, I have two forms when I'm driving. It's either good times, good vibes, just just cruising, or I'm a goddamn speed demon. I got places to be. I don't give a fuck about the speed limit. I'm going fast. So sometimes, sometimes I hear the fabled words by the bard known as James Hetfield of the band Metallica, and I just hear, Give me fuel! Give me fire! Give me that what I desire! Ooh! And it just unlocks something primal in me. All I hear is the, Wah! And anytime I think, I don't even know if that's a metal song, but anytime I hear the, Wah! And I'm just like, bro, you can't be listening to that to vibe, bro. That's not vibes. <laughs> What's the opposite of vibes? Uh, Rage? Rage. I mean, I want to get my rage on versus I want to get my vibe on. That's a really, that's like if you're if you're a boxer and you're trying to like get get where you need to be. I can understand that. But I just want to chill most of the time. Please do not put that uh, screamo in my ear, bro. <laughs> Listen, I, I know you're trying to play drowning pool over there. But I'm I just want to listen to some fucking Brock. <laughs> Like, when I was young, I used to listen to music to fall asleep because I didn't have a TV or anything. Oh, I used to do that too, yeah. When you only listen to metal as your main thing, is that even possible? When I was a kid... I don't know. When I was a kid, I couldn't even listen to Gangster after I to go to sleep. They put too many gunshots in the goddamn music that I couldn't listen <laughs> I, remember, I couldn't tell if that was the gunshots of the song or the gunshots going on outside. Bro, I remember <laughs> being a young, young little me in the bedroom in a little uh, single, what's it called? Twin size bed uh, playing the radio. And I don't know for what reason who compelled uh, Hot 97, New York's greatest hip, stop, hip hop uh, radio station to go, oh, <laughs> now we're playing the real, real uh, let's play the real game. Oh, what? Everybody's ready to go to bed. All right, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, that. That's for the OGs who are who are busy getting it on. Now that the kids are asleep, uh, we got the real shooters out here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just lay there, and I'd be like, "Wow." I'm terrified. Please change the station. <laughs> I would go to sleep to like Disney Channel music. Like fucking uh, somebody singing Beautiful Soul over there. Please take me away from these gunshots right now. <laughs> but it, it was a problem. I could not handle it. I'm like, this is, this. it's 12 a.m. I can't sleep. They're playing gunshots. What's his name? What, who who sings "Beautiful Soul"? Shout out to that guy for putting me to sleep at night. I'm looking this up. Beautiful Soul. Is that Jesse McCartney? Jesse McCartney. McCartney. Is this a is this a Beatle? 
Jesse Jesse McCarthy. McCarthy? No, it's McCartney. Uh, uh, oh, it is McCartney. Oh, I didn't. Re- I, th- I thought that was an H. Yeah. What what year is it? Two thousand four. Yep, that's about right. Yeah, my man. August twelfth, two thousand. My man didn't even win. He was nominated for a music video award for best pop video. Poor guy. Like the VMA. Oh shit. TV show. That's so Raven. What? Uh, I don't know what these are. Too. I know that that's so Raven. She could see into the future. Something other than. I don't know. I know her. I like how she had a TV I mean, I show. Watch a lot. Only the only thing anybody cares about is that Corey show now, <laughs> because of the memes. Nobody gives a shit <laughs> yeah. about that. So Raven, that kid. It's my favorite anime. Corey in the house. That's that's where it's at now. I never saw a single episode. I don't know if it was a successful show. I just know that memes have taken that to the next level. Shout out to Corey. What is Corey doing now, bro? Corey. Uh, uh in the house. He got two seasons out of this. Kyle Massey, what are you up to? He's on Dancing with the Stars. Turns out Kyle Massey is actually a gangster rapper now. It's Because <laughs> when I open it up, it says Young Massey uh, for the Instagram page. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he was he was in. Uh, uh, no, no, that's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, he was in Beethoven's Christmas Adventure. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite rap album, bro. He <laughs> <sighs> looked like he still oh, got money man. at least. Yeah, he's only twenty nine. It's so weird to think that. Uh... That he's older than me. I mean, it makes sense. Most of these people are probably older than me. But it's just so weird to think of. Okay, okay. To bring this all back. And going back to like, I hate having younger people be more successful than me. Because (laughs) I, because I'm into sports. And I, this became a problem. When I, once I like graduated high school, I knew that like, this is around the time I'm gonna look at the fucking NHL draft. Oh look, guy my age. Yeah, he's about to become a millionaire. Yeah, I'm like, fuck me. Why didn't I play hockey? That's always the problem too. But listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna straight up tell my kids too, because no one ever came up to me and went, bruh. If you can kick this ball real good. You're gonna be insanely rich. You'll be. You can get out. You can get out. No, no one said. Same thing with music. No one went. Oh, hey. Uh, we're gonna. The problem is, is that they went. Hey, use this piano, and you're gonna get big off this. You're gonna make so much money. Uh, what they should have done is went. Hey, here's how you make a beat. Teach me to make this. Listen, once you figure this out, and, you're oh, printing money. All right, Mike will because make it. everyone wants a producer. Everybody everyone does. wants a guy who's. Everyone needs a producer. I don't think maybe I, I have to guess maybe 
no one knew how important the producer would become in this era. But at the same time, just tell your kid, hey, this thing, if you can find it fun, you could be insanely rich. Be stupid rich. You could be stupid like, rich. Oh, man. Oh, it kills me. You could be, it kills me could every be time I look enough, at the draft. You could be rich enough to abuse... Ki- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. It, it, it becomes so fucking real when, like... Like, the, the first step for me was, like, okay, it's going to be the NHL first because they draft literally 17 and 18-year-olds. That's what's These up. kids are fucking prodigies. That's what's up. And the NBA used to draft kids out of high school because, like, LeBron was out of high school. Carmelo was out of high school. But then that's, uh, uh, believe, that's quote-unquote, uh, predatory. Ah, uh, uh, fuck that. But, like, if they're just going to college for, like, a year now. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to get my money. Why the fuck should I stay here when I'm not getting paid? And I'm good enough to be in the NBA right now. Like, Zion Williams, Williamson should not have had to go to Duke. He should have been drafted right out of high school. But, no, I, I hope they actually change that so, like, kids can actually get drafted out of high school, like, at, like, at 18. What are you actually, like, protecting at that point? Like I remember, I don't know. I remember they I presented it at some huge dilemma when I was a kid. They're like, should athletes uh, be allowed to draft straight out of high school? And I'm like, yeah, fuck high school. What? They spent the last four years preparing for this. Why would you put them through more schooling? School is trash. Play ball, homie. Yeah, exactly. Like base, it still happens in baseball and it happens in the NHL because like they, they, the NHL doesn't give a fuck. They they don't have to give a shit about what college <laughs> players are doing. Because <laughs> they, they can just come over whenever they want. Or they can have a free agent and say, fuck the team that drafted them. Bro, I say, fuck it. Take it. Why? Go to college so what? They can play and not make money, but still have to <laughs> have to play hard? <laughs> no, nah, I say, take it a step further. Start recruiting straight out of middle school. And then, like... Uh, oh, the soccer approach. Get them, get, Academy yeah, systems. Get, get them on the regimen, bro. You know how, uh, like... Spartan, Spartan children, just be like, bro, this kid's got potential. Let's let's put him in the program. By the time uh, he's eighteen, he'll be in such peak physical uh, condition that he's just destroying records, bro. Yeah, yeah, like fucking like club sports out in Europe. Like they have academies, and they're like they're constantly looking at like, oh, that ten year old's pretty good. Let's get him in on the academy, and then by the time he's ready for his senior career, he's been playing with the best competition you could possibly have at his age group all the way up. Oh, oh, now he's ready to play for us, and we're going to fucking win champion. We're going to get chips, bro. We're going to get some fucking chips. I want, I want, with the dick. I want them to show up <laughs> to parents with their young 14-year-old kids playing basketball, and they just go, listen, if you sign right here today, you're set. You're already pretty much set for the next 10 years. And then once he actually is of age to join the league, uh, then we have the next contract for you to sign. And like, I want to see the look on parents' faces as they go. So you're telling me that he can make enough money right now to go to the best school, best schooling available? 
And I want them to look that parent dead in the face and go, no, I'm telling you, if you sign right now, he won't have to. Fuck school. Get him in the gym right now. (laughs) What do we need? Some kind of scientist? Forget it. Get that boy in the gym. Uh, We're going to set him up with the best trainers, the best nutritionists. We're building the athletes of tomorrow. Olympians. Call it the Olympian program. No more. No more. Oh, man. Uh, this I'm tired of hearing stories of, yeah, famous athlete's mom had to work several jobs and every night she'd come so he could play in, play in the, the gym. I literally watched enough. a thing. Fuck that, bro. I literally watched a thing about a kid who lives in, like, inner city Toronto and his mom had to work, like, three different jobs. And also come to his hockey games. Yeah. And now, now he got picked in the in the like third round of this year's draft. It's like, yeah, he's not set. He just set his mom up. Like she shouldn't have to do that to get him there. Pretty much. That's what I'm saying. This this whole like, uh, oh, you know what he needs to do. The, no, that's too much risk. Too much risk. Fuck the it. American dream. Shouldn't involve the American struggle. If you tell a child, hey, uh, right now, all you got to do is get in that gym. You play hard for eight hours a day instead of having to read some boring book for eight hours a day. And then read Withering Heights. And then from after that, you go, you're free to go play with friends, have a social uh, life, you get to interact with the rest of the other Olympian cho- Olympian program children and you have a normal life. Instead, you just happen to not go to school. You go to a gym every day and you play your heart out. You mean to tell me that's not better? That it's better to have children struggle and not have full meals per day and come home and do homework and then have to stay up till the middle of the night to fucking uh and parents have to lie. Oh, why 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 is the power out? It's like, oh, it's not because uh, everyone's power's out. It's not it when actually it's just I couldn't it's, make power It's such a month. dumb concept to <sighs> be like, oh no, you gotta make sure you get that education. Education is so overrated. If there's another path you can give a child, give it to the child. Well, if it's also a path that they want to go down too. Oh, but, like, but here's I the thing: be, if you just I approach the kid, that. if the kid is like, yeah. "Bro, I'm talented. I can do this." If a if I a child that. is talented or something, chances are he he enjoys it. He's having a good. He's time. having a good time. It sucked though if you didn't. Like, could you imagine, like, unable to miss a shot and just like this sport sucks. This sport sucks, bro. I I wish there was challenge, because like that does happen sometimes. One, that does happen. The one punch sometimes. man of basketball is just like I have no no equals here. I'm gonna go play golf. <laughs> Ugh. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty good for tonight. I think that's a fantastic way to leave it. I think that's uh, that's a good uh, insight into our beliefs on how the education system is run. It's almost as bad as the uh, comic book system, where you get a bunch of people to buy a bunch of books that they won't really need. Mhm, mhm. Anyways, 
Raul, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Arizona. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, uh, Twitch. I'm everywhere, bro. I got a YouTube channel. It's all the same. I'm very uniform like that. It's very simple. O R O S O N A. And when you're done looking through my catalog, uh, it doesn't stop there. Where can they find you, my buddy? Oh, you can find me on Twitter almost all the time uh, at Vagabond Haunted. Uh, and I'm appearing on other stuff. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll get uh, more of my socials going eventually. But those you can find at Haunted Villa Vagabond. I'm not as uniform because of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dead blog, dead fucking Twitters have my goddamn name. Listen, that's the that's the secret goal of the actual podcast is get bigger enough, bigger, big enough for us to just go and say, hey, we want all our our names on social media. <laughs> give him Oro. Give me. Haunted Vagabond. Like, the same issue you're having with Twitter, I have with Instagram where I type in the actual Twitter and it just doesn't exist. It's like, user doesn't exist. But I can't have the name because I imagine someone else had it. And it's just sitting there. Just sitting there. Unused. Gathering dust. Bastard. So trash. Alright. Well... Uh, y'all have yourselves a good night, and we'll talk to y'all later. Later.